Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So housing is, uh, as you have said, a national passion in this country. It's like hockey and the weather, but even more so. And your Priced Out series on Global News focuses this week on what you're calling over-prioritization of home ownership. Could you explain that to us? Sure, and, and very specifically, um, you know, kind of the impact that it has on people for whom home ownership is, is not their path. Uh, and I'm, I'm talking about, you know, those people who are going to be renting for the long haul uh, or, or even for life. And, um, yeah, I don't mean to be flip about it, but we, I mean, it's one of those water cooler subjects. We love to talk about what's happening with home prices. And, and I mean, culturally, uh, there's this kind of association with, getting into the housing market and adulting, if you will, growing up. Um, it's a huge milestone. I totally get that. I mean, you're buying your first home is uh, probably, I mean, for most people, the biggest asset they'll ever purchase. So it is a big deal. Um, but, you know, it, we, we kind of associate that with being stable, starting the rest of your life, you know, launching the rest of your life, if you will. And that's all well and good for the people who can get into the market. Um, but my series really focuses on the more than 50% of the millennial population that has not gotten into the housing market and for whom that prospect has become even more elusive uh, during during the pandemic. Um, and I, I talked about, you know, it's easy to say, well, okay, for some people, you're just not going to be able to own, so you can just rent. Uh, but, you know, that comes with, especially in the tightest rental markets, a degree of, of instability. I talked to a 32-year-old uh, young woman by the name of, of Jessie. She lives in Hamilton, Ontario, you know, doing all the right things, advancing her career, more responsibility every year, can't get into the housing market. Hamilton is now, I think, uh, the third least affordable city in North America, according to Oxford Economics. And she was telling me about how she's had to move seven times in the last decade and how kind of exhausting that process is and how difficult it is to constantly be uprooting herself and a lot of those times, it wasn't her choice to move. It was her landlord that was making her move. Yeah, so for somebody like Jessie, and you say she's done all the right things, and here she is moving seven times in 10 years, that really becomes uh, the, the only financial options that she has. We talked a little bit about this last weekend, and I know you're talking more about it now. Is the, What level of stigmatization, if there is, goes along with renting as opposed to buying, which is seen as a rite of passage? Right. And, and yeah, it's associated with, you know, the, the rest of your life, starting the rest of your life. We know that millennials as a cohort are, are getting into home ownership later than previous generations. Um, although I will say that there's this kind of interesting phenomenon that's happened during the pandemic where um, there's been a, a rush or a stampede, if you will, of millennials getting into the housing market. So that has pushed the home ownership level among millennials, people between the ages of 25 and 35, to 49%. Um, the just for kind of reference, the the national average is about closer to 70, um, but it's still higher than it was pre-pandemic. And a lot of that is, you know, different priorities and and um, this kind of feeling of fear of missing out. Uh, also, very low historically low borrowing costs and, and uh, you know higher savings rates. Um, so that's you know, well and good, like I said, for the slightly less than half of the millennial population, but that other half that hasn't been able to get in, the prospects for them coming in, um, and, and Jesse is one of those people, and I have talked to 
quite a lot of them right across the country. Uh, It's a a tough pill to swallow because we associate so much in terms of getting on with the rest of your life with home ownership. And and I guess we all like to do this, whatever the situation may be. But in housing right now, one of the questions is, what's the future? If the home prices come down with the proverbial bubble bursting, which is always talked about, even without it bursting, if home prices come down, uh, will it be possible for more millennials to buy? Uh, but it would would it hurt others significantly? That's that that's another issue. Yeah, there's that push pull, and I, I mentioned you know home ownership rates across Canada. So if if it's um, at just about seventy percent, the the majority of Canadians are in that home ownership boat, um, and they're able to you know help out family. So it kind of stays in the family once you're into the home ownership path. But if you're not on that path you're not let much less likely to, especially if you're under the age of 35. Um, and even if you have a good, good, stable job and are increasing your earnings, it, it just you can't keep up with the pace of home prices. And um, you, you talked about the future. Now, I don't have a crystal ball. In fact, the ex, quote-unquote experts were very wrong about what was going to happen to the housing market at the start of the pandemic. They were calling for, you know, an 18% uh, decrease in prices, and then look at what we have here, you know, across the country, let's call it 30 plus percent is how much prices have have jumped during the pandemic. Um, And this is what's happening now while immigration is paused. So a big question, of course, is yes, there are signs that, you know, things are are cooling off a little bit in terms of activity, maybe in terms of prices. Um, We'll have to wait, I think, a few more months to see what the data has to say about that. But What's on the horizon and what is that going to mean? And that's actually going to be the third piece in this three-part installment. Okay, so we looked at the past. We looked at kind of the cultural uh, things uh, associated with home ownership versus renting um, and, and touched on, you know, why that might be part of the reason why we're reluctant to talk about kind of meaningfully increasing affordability for those who aren't in the market because it comes at the expense of those who who rely on um, you know, home prices staying nice and high for their retirement. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's, um, it's a tricky situation. And I guess what I'm trying to say is what, uh, if you thought the housing market was juiced now, what, what does the future hold? If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.